Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brennan coming to you live from Fort Smith, Arkansas, with another Fisher's Men video broadcast. It is good to be here this evening. And um, tonight, uh, I just kind of want to talk about some things tonight. This, so this may not, this may or may not be a lengthy video. We'll kind of see how things go. Um, but um, I want to kind of just talk to you about some things and just kind of give you some promises um, from the Word of God, if that's okay. So I don't really have a title for the message, so just sort of bear with me. Um, but it is good to be here tonight. I uh, It's been quite a week last week. Um, just quite a week. Uh, just had a bit of a rough time uh, the last few days primarily because you know my own foolishness and my own my own um, downfall you could say um, my own struggles as you will um, and so it's been a bit of a rough week and it's a new week so you know praise the Lord um, I am getting a little better uh, so if you could pray for me I greatly appreciate that um, please do pray uh, for my videos my ministry um, pray uh, if you can keep brother Joey in prayer that would be great uh, I know I'm sure he will very much appreciate uh, you all praying for him. Um, and uh, so you just, you all pray for me. Um, I do have a prayer request of my own. Um, I kind of briefly, I kind of did say in my last video, um, at some point, not now, but at some point, uh, I may have to get a new car at some point. So if y'all can pray for me on that, um, there's nothing wrong with my car, but at some point, you know, something might happen to where I may have to get a new one. I don't know. Uh, at least that's kind of what my dad tells me. <laughs> so y'all pray for me on that. Um, and, uh, let's pray for each other. We ought to pray for one another. Um, let's see. If you guys have any prayers or praises, you can feel free to mention them in the comments. Or if you just want me to pray for you, you don't want to say anything to anyone out in the public, great. I admire that. Just feel free to message me on Facebook and let me know. And, uh, yeah. My hair is kind of goofy. I kind of look like Einstein. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, my, uh, I got Facebook Messenger on my laptop, so that's probably what you guys all hear. Um, So, yeah, I think that's going to be it for prayers and praises. Um, I do want to mention that... Uh, I do want to mention... Um, just one quick announcement. Um, one week from today... So, next week... Um, there will be no broadcast. Um, I will be preaching at my home church... Uh, Sunday night. I will be doing evening service... Um, I really didn't know what I was going to preach on till literally tonight. I had something come to mind and I think it will fit really well with, uh, come to find out after, uh, that Memorial Day is a week from tomorrow. And so Lord willing, uh, depending on how things go, I am going to be preaching on the blood, the blood of Christ. Um, <clears throat> 
I think that's important because we, you know, we have, uh, you know, Jesus said that there's no greater love for a man uh, to, you know, there's no greater love than for a man to lay his life down for his friends. And we have people who serve this nation and have either been close or have given their life, have given their life for our freedoms for this country. And so Memorial Day is a day to recognize all the fallen heroes in our military and how they had given the ultimate sacrifice for our rights and freedoms that we have today. Unfortunately, our rights and freedoms are slowly being taken away. They're not being taken away at once. It's, it's kind of a process. Um, and so... With that said, you know, Jesus Christ laid his life down and shed his blood. Okay? Jesus said that, you know, Jesus tells us that, you know, God tells us in his word that life is in the blood. Okay? That's why he says in the Old Testament, don't, you're not to consume it, you're not to eat or consume anything with the blood in it. Because life is in the blood. Okay? And Jesus said that if you don't, if, if we don't eat his flesh and drink his blood, there is no life within us. And why did he say that? He said that because we know that life is in the blood. Okay? Life is in the blood, and it's through the blood of Christ that we have life. Why? Because it cleanses us from sin. So when we take communion, when we take the body, when we take the bread and, and the grape juice, we are memora, We are. It's a memorial of what Christ did at the cross. Amen. So, um, Lord willing, I'm going to be talking about the blood on next Sunday night I will have it recorded and then that night I'll, when I get home I will post it on uh, Facebook Sermon Audio and YouTube and um, and so um, you know so I'll have it posted on there so you guys will be able to have that as well. Now, excuse me for a second. Add here. Um, So, anyway, sorry about that. I had, I had somebody, I had a good friend of mine uh, texting me. So, I really probably should turn my phone off here. My phone's about to die. So, I'm going to turn it off so it's, it doesn't, because whatever text message pops up on my phone pops up on my watch. So, I'm going to turn that off for now. Uh, but anyways... So that's what I'm going to be talking about next week, Lord willing. So pray for me on that. Um, I will be getting everything kind of put together this week. Uh, so pray for me, if you will, for next week. So no broadcast next Sunday evening, because I will be preaching at my home at my home church. So, um, yeah. So that's that's what I got now. Um, just want to talk to you guys about a few things tonight. Want to just be an encouragement for you guys. I know there's going to be, I know there's some, I know there's a lot of things going on. Uh, so I will talk about that. And tonight is going to probably not be as much of a preaching message as more. It's just kind of a, an encouraging message 
uh, video, okay? Now, um, <clears throat> if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And uh, we are going to read here in verse 1. It says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affection, natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent. By the way, you guys know what you got. You guys know what incontinent means. Incontinent means that you don't have the ability to control yourself. It means that you you your desires and all of, you just can't you can't you can't control. You're just pretty much out of control is what is what that means is that you you don't have no you're not temperate okay you don't have um uh, what's the word i'm thinking of you, you just you don't have um uh uh what is the word i'm thinking of okay let's go to the definition of this uh Incontinent is unable to constrain or restrain oneself, unrestrained, uncontrollable. So basically, what it says is you're an uncontrollable person. That's what incontinent means. Um, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness that denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Now, I want to touch on something here. And people are probably not going to be happy with what I'm about to say. But I want us to take a look at the reality of what's going on in our nation today. Here it says that there will be traitors. We've got a lot of traitors up in D.C. There's even a lot of traitors on the state level. Um, they, uh, the politicians in D.C. have passed a, uh, oh, what is it? It's a, um, what is, what is it? It's a, it's almost like a stimulus package for Ukraine. And it's a big one. It's like in the billions. Okay, so it's a biggie. So, I want you to think about something here. Right now in our nation, we have a food crisis. There's a baby formula shortage. We've got inflation up to wazoo. We have high gas prices. Um, and we've got now, we've got chaos now because of a leaked um, Supreme Court opinion on Roe v. Wade. That would pretty much overturn. That would pretty much overturn Roe v. Wade. And now you got, and then you have this thing with Russia invading Ukraine. Um, our dollar is weakening. Our board, our south, our southern border is out of control. And a majority of the politicians, both Republican and Democrat think that the needs of Ukraine outweigh our own needs and decide to pass a stimulus package to help out with the effort of Ukraine. Now, I guarantee you that they're doing that because those politicians have business interest in the Ukraine that they don't want to lose. So they have to do everything they can to back Ukraine. Now, with that said, you've got these politicians that 
are doing this, and like, what was it? Was it the Senate? I think it was the Senate. You love only you loving Republicans said no to that bill, and they said no because those loving Republicans actually have a brain. They have a brain that they use, and their thinking is. Why should we send billions of dollars to Ukraine when we've got a crisis at home? And they're right. We've got politicians that are that are traitors to this nation and they're going and helping out other nations but refuse to help to help out their own people. And the way I see it Politicians that do that, they are traitors to this nation. And if we were to get rid of the traitors in this nation, I guarantee you that about 90% of our politicians would be gone. But that's not going to happen. And these, and these people... They claim to think that they're godly, but they're not. They're God-haters. And, you know, they, they want to see this nation just like the European nations. Which is a mistake and a joke. Because most of the European nations are socialistic. So we have politicians that want this na nation... To be a socialist nation. Which means that I won't be able to be able to freely come on here and do these videos. Now, not saying that I won't, but I, you know, I will have to come on doing these if our the day that our nation becomes a socialist nation, I will be doing these these videos. Um, I will be doing these videos um, pretty much at my own risk. And so, we're entering a very very volatile time right now in our nation. Now I say all this. Because spiritually, we are in big trouble. We are in big trouble. Why? Because just like in the days when Israel wanted a king and asked Samuel for a king, we're living in those days right now. Israel said, said to Samuel, give us a king so we could be just like the other nations. Now you might say, well, Brandon, that's not, that's not, that's not happening. They're, we're not asking for a king. Well, guess what? Let me just, just explain something. Okay? Israel wanted a king just like all the other nations. Do you know what our politicians want? To be like the European nations. Well, that has nothing to do with it. Oh, it has a lot to do with it. It's a parallel. Our politicians want, are coveting after a socialist utopia for our nation. Amen. They want a socialist um, utopia for our nation. Hang on a second. Oh, my uh, watch went off again. So you know, I apologize. <clears throat> But they want, a, they want a socialist utopia, utopia for our nation. 
Which, what does that equate to? That equates to they're rejecting God, which we already did as a nation. We rejected God as a nation, and, do, and, and this nation, as a nation, we basically said we don't want Christ reigning over us. So guess what? Christ said, okay, you don't, you don't want me ruling over you? Okay. So guess what? Christ is going to step back. And now, our politicians want to be just like other European nations of having a socialist dictatorship. And there's a problem with it. There's a problem with it. Um, the problem is, man abuses power. Do you know why? Because man has a sin nature. Okay, man has a sin nature. And especially when you've got people who are just completely God-haters. They have cruel authority. Let me tell you something, folks. Don't think that God won't hand this country over to cruel authority. Don't be ignorant and not thinking that, because God can. Okay, God can do it. Socialism is an enemy to Bible Christianity. That's what socialism is. It doesn't work. Amen. Socialism does not work. It's an enemy to Bible Christianity. And do you want to know something? Everything that we see, we see, this is judgment. God's judgment is on this land. We have sinned against God. As a nation, we have sinned against God. We've allowed murdering. We've allowed homosexuality. We've, we, have, we have allowed so much things in our nation. In so much that there is now gender confusion in our nation. Do you know why? Because as a nation, we rejected God. I'm telling you guys, this is, this is sad stuff. We have traitors in this nation. We have, there's heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. You've, get, you've got these sick liberals that think that murdering babies is okay. And excuse me for the odd language, but they probably get their jollies off of murdering babies. It's sick. It's disgusting. It's an abomination. You don't murder babies. Life, life begins at conception. This is not... The life begins at conception is not a conservative idea. Life begins at conception is truth out of the Word of God. And if you don't believe me, hold your place in 2 Timothy. Go Turn with me to Luke. 
Turn with me to Luke. Luke chapter 1, verse 39. It says, And Mary arose in those days, and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judea, and entered in the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe left in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, Mary was not even yet fully I mean I mean she she wasn't even a month pregnant yet she wasn't even a month pregnant at this point she is but it's only been I mean the power of the Holy Ghost overshadowed 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 her and it was by the power of the Holy Ghost that she conceived seed but this was probably only probably just like Anywhere from hours to days. She wasn't... This this was not exactly one month yet. But in Elizabeth's case... She was six months pregnant with John. Okay? So... John, being in the womb of Elizabeth, heard the voice of Mary. And it says the babe leapt in her womb. Don't, does anybody get that? Life begins at conception. And you get all these liberals that say, well, well, they're not human. Well, life begins at conception. You get these brain-dead liberals that don't know what they're talking about. Think they're more wiser than, than anything. They're only saying that trash because they, they, they don't... They know that... They know that people who believe that life begins at conception, they deep down, I think they know that. They just don't want to admit it. So guess what? They use all these other excuses to justify their sin. It's a shame where we're going in this nation, folks. It really is. And then now, now there's talk of um, monkeypox. The mon monkeypox virus. Kind of an odd name. For a virus. I'm going to be honest with you. The whole monkeypox thing scares the daylights out of me. And everything that's going on with gas. All this stuff is scary stuff guys. I'm just being honest. I just It freaks me out having to see and hear all this stuff. Ooh. Shoot I thought COVID was bad. Probably is very bad, but now there's monkeypox. But you know, Paul tells Timothy here in verse in verse one of chapter three of Second Timothy that perilous times shall come in the last days. Perilous. Okay. Perilous means dangerous. And we're entering in some dangerous times. We are. But you know what? Can I, can I just... I just want to be an encouragement with you. I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom. But can I just encourage you guys for a second... I want you to just take heart to something. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. 
says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Can I just tell you something, guys? Even though that we have all this going on, we have inflation, high gas prices, we have traders, we've got all these, all these sinful actions, we've got, you know, viruses and going everywhere and, and just all this stuff can be really chaotic and very scary. And I, like I said, I'm not trying to be Mr. Doom and Gloom. I'm just trying to give you perspective. But here's the good news, okay? Jesus said and he promises that he will always be with us. Even unto the end of the world, amen? That's a good promise. And there's more I want to share with you. In Hebrews 13:5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. You know, let, let me tell you, let me tell you, sister. I'm not going to turn you away because you and I don't fully agree. Okay, we're we're still friends. I've I'm not mad at you. Listen, I can be wrong on certain things, but I can be right on certain things. Um, I can't force you to believe what I believe. We can have a disagreement on something, and you know I've. Listen, I I had a co I have a coworker, uh, I had a coworker that I worked with. He was completely a non-believer. Okay. Interesting enough, the only thing that we sort of agreed on was a little bit of political stuff, but that was about it. We were com were completely polar opposites. Thing is, I got along with him very well. I've witnessed to him still to this very day. I will send him Bible verses. And the thing is. The point I want to make is me and him disagreed on a lot of stuff. But I was still able to shake hands. I would still be able to shake hands with him. Love on him. And listen, I'm willing to do that for anybody else. Okay? So, just want to let you know. I, I don't hate you. I'm not trying to make any... I'm not trying to be an enemy to anyone. Um... My advice to you is search the scriptures and see if I'm telling the truth. Because I can be wrong, but I can also be right. But if I am right in telling the truth, I, I won't apologize for that. But I'm not going to say that in an arrogant, I'm not going to be smug about the truth and be arrogant about it. I'm just going to just be as loving as I can. Um, so... That's okay that you, that's okay if we have, um, that's okay if we have differences. Uh, there's no condemnation. I'm not going to always agree with everybody. So, I hope that puts, I hope that gives, I hope that gives you some hope. <clears throat> Um, but here in Hebrews 13, 5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. Oh, for ye have said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Our conversations are to be without covetousness. And we know what it means to be covetous. Covetousness it means that we want this or that. We, as Christians, we ought to be content. With what we have. And. But the thing is. The thing I want to point out is this. That Jesus will never leave nor forsake us. 
okay? If you're born again, if you're truly born again today, um, Jesus will never leave, will never leave you nor forsake you. He will always be with you. And Jesus promises that he will be with us even unto the end of the world. You know, we have a lot of scary times coming down the pipeline. And I just want to let people know that if you don't know Jesus Christ, can I, let me just, let me just, let me give you guys some perspective on something. Satan is an oxymoron, okay? Satan wants to be worshipped as God. But you, you know the biggest difference between Satan and Christ? I mean, there is obviously a big difference. Christ is all good. Satan is just wicked. But Satan... The, but you want to know something about Satan? Satan wants to be worshipped as God. But he hates... He doesn't just hate God's people. Satan hates even those who worship him. Satan hates everybody. And the only reason why Satan likes to pretend that he's friends with the lost is because he wants to drag those people to hell with him. And what I'm trying to say is Satan, like I said, Satan hates not just God's people, but he hates even the lost. He don't care about the lost. Satan is very, Satan is full of hate. But can I tell you something? Jesus Christ, he doesn't hate. Jesus doesn't just love his people. But he loves the lost. And you know how I know that? I know that because he died on that cross for the sins of the whole world. Jesus will actually love you. Jesus actually loves you. He doesn't hate you. The devil would like to think that he hates you. But the devil's a liar. We're all familiar with John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It is not God's will for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Hell was only created for the devil and his angels. I'm going to speak to everybody watching this. Whether you are saved or not, I'm going to tell you Satan hates you. He hates you and doesn't like you. For a believer, you know this, you know I'm telling the truth. But for the lost, let me, I promise you, for those who are lost that are watching, I promise you, Satan don't, he don't like you. He don't love you. He don't like you. Satan is only thinking about himself. Satan does not like you or he does not like me. The only thing Satan wants is to drag you to hell with him. The good news, the good news is you don't have to go there. The good news is you can accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Whosoever, 
Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The good news is you don't have to go to hell. And you don't have to be dragged into hell with Satan. Because Satan is the Satan is Satan is just gonna Satan you know Satan is only wanting to drag you to hell with him because he doesn't want to go alone. Satan will doesn't matter who you are, Satan hates. He does. But Jesus Christ loves. He loves the lost. He has a heart for the lost. God loves his people and has a heart for the lost. Amen. Satan don't love you. Satan only thinks of himself. Satan is nothing but a selfish cherub that wants to be worshipped as God. And he hates the very people that worship him. Christ has a heart for the lost and he loves his people. Okay. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to tell you. Satan does not like you. Satan does not love you. He knows his time is short. And he's going to drag as many people with him to hell as he can. Unfortunately, there's a sad reality. Jesus said that short and narrow is the way. Um... Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 14, it says, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And, the, and verse 13 it says, Enter ye into the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Many people, many people, there are many people dying and going to hell because of their rejection of Christ. And there are probably people in hell that wish they can send somebody to tell people and warn their loved ones on earth to not come into this place. Satan don't love you. Satan hates you. Whether you are saved or lost, Satan hates you. Satan doesn't want to go to hell by himself, so he has to drag a whole bunch of lost people with him. But if you're lost today, you don't have to follow someone that hates you. You can follow someone that loves you. And that's Christ. See, Satan can promise you all these things. He can promise you prosperity and money and all this stuff. But you know what? If you die and you end up in hell, all that fame is going to be gone. You see, all that money and fame that Satan promises you if you follow him is just bait. It's just bait for you to hook on so that he can drag you into hell with him. 
don't 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 take that bait. Don't do it. Mm -mm. It's not God's will for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Jesus is the one that cares for you and loves you. Why? Because he demonstrated at the cross where he shed his blood. He was mocked. He had a thorn of crown shoved in, on his head. He was whipped with a cat of nine tails. His beard plucked. People scoffed and mocked at him. Jesus went through that just for you and me. He was nailed on that cross. He looked up, you know, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. While he was hanging on that cross, he was asking the Father to forgive, forgive us for what we've done. Christ hanging on that cross, he bore that, he bore that wrath. The wrath of God so that why? We wouldn't have to. He bore all that wrath. He, he, he did the very thing that we couldn't do and that was to keep the law perfectly and to pay for our sins. We can't pay for our sins because we are spiritually bankrupt, which is why we need Christ. Christ so loved you that he hung on that cross just so that you might be able to go to heaven through him. And how you do that is putting your faith and trust in Christ and what he did for you at that cross. Don't let Satan lie to you. Don't let Satan try to bait you into hell because that's what he will do. Satan will bait you into hell. Satan will promise you this. He will promise you that. And you might actually get it on earth. But just know that the stuff that Satan promises is to bait you. And unfortunately, a lot of people have bought into that, to that bait they bought into that lie. Satan has told people that it's a party in hell. That people can party it up in hell and have fun. No. Hell is not a party. You know, there are people in this nation right now that, that will say, going to hell and proud. Can I tell you something? For all those who are watching this, if you're proud and going to hell, you bought into Satan, you bought into Satan's lies. And because of that, you if you don't if if you don't cry out to Christ to help him save you, Satan is going to drag you into hell with him by that lie. Satan is an evil paymaster that will that will that will that's just cruel he's an evil wicked paymaster promises you this but can't deliver he's an evil taskmaster satan is an evil taskmaster jesus christ is a loving god a loving king. A king who is fair. A king who loves you so much that he laid his life down. Just to save your soul. I don't know what else to say or do.
I just don't know what to say or do. Sometimes you just have to let the Holy Ghost work on these things. Because he's the one that does all the work. We, I don't. See, Satan does not love you. He hates every single one of you. Both believer and non-believer. He hates you. He hates, he hates them both. Satan is a wicked, wicked cherub. S Satan is a wicked, vile cherub. That's going to eventually be brought down to hell. Into the lake of fire. He's nothing but full of pride. Lust. He's a murderer. Satan is the, the chief murderer. Because he'll do anything to drag you down to hell with him. Even if he has to pretend to be your friend, he's going to see, he's going to take the knife and stick it in your back. Satan don't love you. Never has, never will. The only one that loves you is Jesus Christ. Amen. Because Christ is the one that died for, has died for your sins. So through him that you might be able to go to heaven. Amen. Well, I know I rambled on a lot. But that's all I got for tonight. So, I love you guys. I love you. Not trying to be mean or cruel. Just, just trying to share with you that Christ loves you and he doesn't want you going to hell. Amen. Christ died on the cross and resurrected so that through him we can go to the Father. So, um, really quickly, want to let you know Tuesday, we're going to be starting on Matthew chapter 6. And um, remember next week, there's no broadcast. I will, be, I will be preaching at my home church. Uh, Lord willing, I'll be preaching on the blood. Amen. So. Um, but that's all I got for tonight. So, I listen, I hope this was an encouragement, a blessing to you, and hope that you guys get something out of this, okay? So, I love you guys, God bless you, you guys have a great evening, and Lord willing, we will see you all on Tuesday, amen? God bless you guys, love you, see ya, bye.